Welcome back. <laughs> Hello, Anne. Your hair looks luscious. Thank you. I need to wash it. Well, it looks really good. Thank you. I also don't know what the wrist thing was in the beginning for those who are watching. <laughs> um, also, speaking of swoops, I watched the Grammys this weekend. And oh, before you get into it, this is funny, hot, and very cool. That's oh, Kimmy. Yeah. A podcast. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Hannah, and we're your hosts. I watched the Grammys this past weekend, and me and Audrey made an observation that side parts are coming back. I saw a lot of them. I, you know, I don't know how Gen Z feels about it yet. I haven't entered that side of TikTok, but there were a lot of side parts on the red carpet, including one from Gen Z queen herself, Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. I was going to ask, who did you see them on? That makes sense. Olivia Rod Taylor was wearing like a side braid situation, which should have been outlawed, but I digress. We don't have to get into that. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to get into her. We don't. This is not a Taylor Swift podcast, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can at least agree. I know we've talked about this like off off air that we're both like equally as tired of her antics as like an anti-Swifty is like yeah I consider myself a fan I'm a Swifty and even just like watching the Grammys and hearing all the speculation about what albums she was going to announce and what her outfit meant and all of this stuff I just like I'm a huge fan and I myself am so tired of it I don't know why i'm just like just make music sit down in the crowd accept your fucking speech like the rest of everyone like i'm just so tired of the gimmicks i know i'm like the easter eggs are getting to be like a little too much for me these days i'm yeah. just like can we just be a little it's... bit more straightforward about like what's going on like not everyone's reading like what's 10 layers going deep. on <laughs> so what's going on guys who likes who yeah I feel as though it has grown mad convoluted and even as a fan I'm just getting a little sleepy of it so fair just well, a little sleepy of it. and speaking of being sleepy let's crack these bad boys I oh, don't be mad at me I was really hungover and I had to use my last one so unfortunately I just have my basic apparently now lead filled is the new tiktok thing there's lead in stanley cup so we're all gonna die for that reason but i did see that that's all i have stupid lemon water well here's my crack for everyone enjoy that enjoy it oh crack mate some good crack right yeah um I've been a little frustrated at the Stanley Cup narrative on the internet lately. Everything keeps saying that you're going to die if you drink it out of it because apparently they like harbor mold and have lead in the bottom that you're drinking every... I just like, I can't keep up. I've also recently gotten on like medical TikTok and it's really ruining me inside. I... Yeah, it's for me at the Stanley thing. I'm just like they harbor mold. Uh, are people like taking things out to clean them? Like any rubber yeah. insert that comes out. Like there was something I saw somewhere. I was like, I kept getting sick. I kept getting sick. And nobody knew what it was. And then I like cleaned under a flap or something of my water bottle, and there was so oh, much God. mold. And that's what was making me sick. I was like, Is well, that where my reactions have come from. I mean, like, make sure you're cleaning yeah. everything, you guys. 
For our listeners who aren't, I guess, in my direct circle of five girlfriends, I've been dealing with like unknown allergic reactions on my neck and face for over a month now. And my doctors don't really know what's causing it. And there's no common denominators. And I've had a bunch of blood tests. And thankfully, I am perfectly healthy other than these random reactions. However, it has made me extremely apprehensive to everything. I'm like, I'm not going to eat that and touch my face. I'm not going to use that skincare. I'm not going to like, you know, use my facial like sculpting tools and like every little thing I just keep getting really paranoid about. So now I'm paranoid that my Stanley cup is causing it. (laughs) (laughs) Every week it's a new paranoia for you. And I kind of live for it because I feel like I go through that a lot too, minus the giant, you know, allergic reaction part of it. But (laughs) I, yeah, I would never wish it on, on anyone except for now it's gotten me on medical tickets talk and it's also not helping because it's convinced me that I had like all of these underlying diseases and that like the long-term side effects of overusing certain skincare ingredients will cause like all and I'm just like spiraling that's worse than like a WebMD spiral it's it is and I it's like I don't know obviously the intricacies of the TikTok algorithm but I know that shit just feeds you what you want to hear and see and it's it's almost like such a direct correlation that it's terrifying. It's like I text one person about like this WebMD fear that I have and then everything on my feed is like confirming it. It's insane. That's I'm like, wild. Oh, wonder we're all sick in the head. <laughs> and we have been for years. And we have been. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about some TikTok trends that I've been seeing because okay. I feel like they it's weirdly popped up for me on my for you algorithm and everything and i'm like how am i getting this i don't understand have you seen the trend of legging legs no and (laughs) for our listeners i want to tell them that before every episode hannah and i have a shared note in just icloud on our phones where we write down ideas and things that we want to talk about on the episode and she wrote legging legs and i wrote a note next to it that says oh my god i'm so excited to talk about this i don't know what it means with like 18 exclamation points and i wanted to share that verbatim because it's genuinely how i feel i didn't look it up i'm coming into this blind i still have no idea what legging legs is and i'm so scared because i'm still over here figuring out what american girl doll teeth means and (laughs) (laughs) now And now we have legging legs and I'm so scared. And I'm like, am I going to be, am I a victim of legging legs? Okay. So I've only spent <laughs> like max 10 minutes on this because once I realized what it was, I was like, fuck okay, this. You've spent tenfold the amount of time as me. So, yeah. So, um, so for everybody who's curious, legging legs is the new rebranding of a thigh gap. So if you have a thigh gap, people are like, wow, you have such great, like, legging legs. Oh, my God, those are good legging legs. Oh, God, I'm so upset. So is, like, Mm -hmm. 2012 Thinspiration coming back on Tumblr? No idea what else is out there. I was too scared to look, but the girls these days are going to talk about wanting legging legs. And basically what that means is you have, like, fit-toned, skinny thigh gap legs that look good in leggings. 
Fucking because when you put your legs together, if you're wearing black leggings, they don't get lost because there's a gap in between. Oh my God. So you can oh see that you're like bow legged or whatever. I am insanely triggered right now because this mm -hmm. is literally just the thinspiration content that we all had mental health issues over from when we were in middle school and high school. And it's also like me as a curvy person's worst nightmare that this is the body image that's coming back into popularity. Fucking thanks, Ozempic and Kim Kardashian. You've really helped us out here. I, yeah, I was really triggered by it because I was like, I thought we all learned that like a thigh gap is genetic and that like starving ourselves isn't going to make it really yeah. better or worse or whatever. I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Hip dips next? Like, I oh, just God. I can't go oh, back no. to like those Pinterest fucking thinspiration things yeah. of, like fitness, fitspiration. I'm just, oh, it was Dude, so I thought much. we learned that thigh gaps are genetic. I thought we learned that we don't romanticize eating disorders anymore people well i will what tell you fuck? a lot of the people that are saying this obviously are like the middle high schooler girls on tiktok and they're commenting and be like oh my god girl like i love your legs they're such legging legs and some of the older oh or like god. cusper type like college and like young 20 Damn, girls i know and some of the young 20s it's girls so who are getting upset. these comments from these girls are like thank you. Like I've never had somebody call my legs like legging legs. Like, oh my God, what a compliment because they don't understand. And like some people are coming on and duetting things and being like, why are we bringing back the thigh gap? Like you are fine yeah. as you are. Like what, you know, Jeez. it's crazy. That's scary, man. Yeah. That I hate it. I genuinely thought, and this is going to be a niche, a niche audience. I genuinely thought that legging legs was going to refer to the feeling you get when you've been in leggings for too long and you get an insatiable itch on your butt that you cannot satisfy. And it's like, it always happens when maybe you've been a little sweaty. So like you've been sitting outside at a lunch for too long. Like you've been sitting in class for an hour and a half and you watch there and you're just like minorly uncomfortable. And then the fabric against your skin just starts like, I don't even know if it's safe to describe it as an itch. It's almost like a weird burn that you just cannot satisfy. I thought that's what legging legs was going to be. The butt itch that every girl has experienced. And no butt itch. No, no seam impressions left in your legs. It just is about rebranding the thigh gap. Sick. That's really exciting for us. Yeah, no, it is, it is <laughs> so disturbing. Um, Where can I get an Ozempic prescription? <laughs> Um, literally. Uh, the other thing that I've seen on TikTok trends lately um, is have you seen the thing called men repelling makeup? Yes, but it's been a while. Like, I feel like I saw that in the fall of last year. And now I don't, I'm not sure if my memory is up to par with what's going on in now it's been kind of around but i feel like it's definitely more popular right now um but basically it's a bunch of women who have i don't know who originated it so i'm sorry to this creator but um they're the women have discovered that basically if you wear really cool fun makeup and you spend a lot of time on your makeup and you you know like have a good graphic eyeliner or you're using like you, like or... an orange blush yeah or you have mm -hmm. like all these gems and stuff like 
that obviously the girlies appreciate men won't appreciate it and like oftentimes men won't talk to you because your makeup is like a little too out there for them or something um oh so God, women are saying that when problem. they do like these big <laughs> eyeliners and stuff like that they're like men don't talk to me and they're like it's basically men repellent so if you don't want men to approach you it's like men repelling makeup and i'm sitting here and i've seen it for a while and i agree with the theory yeah that it's that makes like sense along the theory of like if you dress too hot then boys aren't going to come talk to you because it's too intimidating or something or like they think i've always told myself you're out of their league there is a theory of like girls who go out in (laughs) leggings and like a t-shirt versus like girls who go out in a corset yeah when they are in like oversized hoodies and i'm like the difference here is you are a five foot five foot two petite blonde going out in an oversized hoodie yeah. I we don't look the same. So in the oversized clothes. Yeah. Girl. So they're like, oh, you look more pro- approachable. <laughs> so that's why men will talk to you because like you look more in their league versus like if you dress like nicer or like do your makeup more. Anyway, so they're talking about men repelling makeup, and it's like a lot of the craftier, like more creative girls are like doing it and yeah. people, and I love it. Um, but then I it, the thought has just dawned on me in the last week: if it's men repelling makeup, does that mean it's mm-hmm. attracting women or women? queers? I had the same or... Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, so it's just like makeup for the not straights like yeah <laughs> i'm well, like oh this is great that. like can i yeah can I just like you know use i, I mean i don't that. want to then appropriate that i'm like looking for women but you know it was just funny to me i'm like oh men repelling makeup is just a mm-hmm. siren to everyone a beacon to everyone else to befriend me <laughs> i i do i see the like the truth behind that theory i also just think men and their perception of makeup in general is so ridiculous to even try to judge I just had a memory that's like so specific to me there is this guy I used to be friends with in DC years and years ago who had a girlfriend and like we were all close and we were walking around the monuments one day and that just goes to show you how long it was because when was the last time I walked around the monuments like literally years um and I had had on just a really like simple natural face makeup but as you know, as a fellow person who wears a lot of makeup, doing a natural face takes just as much effort as me doing like a full beat. And so we're walking around and I'm sweaty. It's over the summer. And I was like, I really want to go home and take off all my makeup. Like, I just can't wait. It had reached that point of the day where I was so self-aware of how cakey it was on my face. I wanted it off. And he goes, oh, I didn't even realize you were wearing any makeup today. And his girlfriend was like, are you an idiot? Like, obviously she has makeup on, but because it's not like heavy eyeliner and red lipstick, they just don't perceive it. And it reminds me, speaking of Taylor Swift again, she had a cover. I want to say it was Rolling Stone, but don't quote me on that, where she has kind of like the wet hair look and kind of like a smoky brown eye. And it is to anyone's eye. A lot of makeup. It's a fucking magazine cover. Like, no shit. She has on a full beat. But because it wasn't her normal thick black eyeliner, red lipstick, all of these men on Twitter start quoting it and being like, I always knew she looked better without makeup. I always knew Taylor Swift would be so hot if she would just not wear makeup. And everyone's replying to them like, you guys, you're so fucking dumb. She has on 
so much makeup in this photo, but be, it's just like their perception is that, oh, it's different than what I'm used to seeing. It's not the obvious quote unquote heavy that like might be stereotypically defined as a lot of eyeliner and a dark lip. So to me, she's not wearing makeup. It's so funny. Men are so stupid. And then they're well, like, yes. they're, they're always like, you would look so much better without makeup. Like, why do you wear so much makeup? And then, or like, whatever, or, and then you do. And then they're like, oh, are you tired? Literally, whenever a guy says that to me, I'm just like, listen, man, no, I wouldn't. Like, no, I wouldn't. You look better without makeup? No, no, I don't. No, I don't. Because makeup evens out my skin tone. It enhances my natural features. It makes me look alive and well. When I don't have it on. You can see the bags under my eyes because I didn't sleep all last night. You can see how much stress you're putting me under. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it's, uh, yeah, these TikTok trends are just, and they're not really trends. It's just like things that have been going around. And then it's like an excuse for the girlies to get on and like put on their crazy makeup that looks so yeah. good and spectacular. Yeah. Um, but I, anyway, and I was also scrolling. There's one more TikTok thing I do want to discuss. Um, the, I just saw this guy. It was really funny. His name is Rob and he's been doing like making espresso out of non-espresso things. So he put like the Kraft mac and cheese powder and made an oh my espresso gosh. with it. And then he drinks it and he'll tell, he said it was really good. He did one with like garlic powder and he vomited and he's done one with like, um peanut butter powder and cocoa powder and he's done like uh he'll like take like he, he, dried berries and grind them and do it or like black tea like it's so That's many so random funny. different things and people are in the comments like you should try whatever next um people yeah are creative i would never think of something like that but i guess if it's powderized you can really make anything a drip beverage yeah. I don't know. I, 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 he has a really nice espresso machine too. And I'm like, Oh, oh that doesn't bust dedication. it. Yeah. It yeah. was just cracking me up as girls who have espresso machines and like to make espresso. Yeah. Um, I, I was just living for it. My espresso machine has been on its last leg for like four years. And it's just one of those things that I keep putting off because even though it's not really a bank breaker, it's still an annoying sum of money to have to shell out when For sure it works it just works inconveniently <laughs> so the last time it 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 works and the one that I have is only like $200 I could easily just rebuy it on Amazon and it would that would be that but a couple years ago Audrey was trying to make it and this is when I actually started getting a little bit scared of its malfunction because it exploded like fully exploded on her and she just happened to be wearing her eyeglasses at the time and I'm so thankful because I'm like if you weren't I don't know what like the literal pressure and force of all of those boiling hot coffee grounds going into your face would have done oh my god but I googled it and it's actually a little scary the amount of steam that builds up in your espresso machine is actually like a shit ton of pressure and if you release it inaccurately it kind of creates like a baby bomb which is what happened to us and now i'm so cautious when i'm like removing the pressure valve and like letting all the excess steam out of mine because 
I'm like, that could have been literally disastrous. Like, it was so scary. Seriously. It, I don't know. And now I'm like terrified. So that's the main reason why I keep saying like, I need to just buy a new one so that I don't end up hospitalized for an espresso machine. But yeah, yeah, they're, they're a little scary. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's our TikTok corner. <laughs> our TikTok corner. Um, speaking of weird food things, too, I wanted to talk about the resurgence of certain foods in their like rebranding. I okay. feel I like love rebranding. Is, yeah, this also kind of ties into TikTok because it's where I see the majority of the rebranding re- going down. I feel like when we were in college, we saw it happen with kale. Like, I don't even remember ever growing up and eating kale. I don't remember going to a sweet green and ordering kale. Like, it was never a thing. And then suddenly everyone was wearing shirts that said kale on it. Correct. We ate kale. And I was a kale eater. I still am. Yeah, One of my great. favorite snacks in college, like a weirdo, was to take raw kale and just dip it in hummus. And, like, that was my snack. I don't know. And we saw it in high school with Brussels sprouts when people learned that if you literally just put olive oil and garlic powder on Brussels sprouts, they're actually so fucking good. If you do anything but just steam them. <laughs> if Yeah. If you don't buy them frozen so that they're soggy when you cook them, like they actually are delectable. That is happening now with cottage cheese. Um, cottage cheese um... is, is having this whole rebrand. I know there have been some loyal followers of cottage cheese throughout the years. But recently, and this might be like a protein focused thing too, because I know high protein diets are also mad popular right now, but everyone's like cottage cheese, cheesecake, cottage cheese, fake cookie dough, like eat cottage cheese, this and cottage cheese, that. And I'm like, suddenly you go to the grocery store and I can't fucking buy cottage cheese. Dude, the cycles of like what's popular, what's in, what's out, what tastes good now, like um did you see snl had nikki haley on no i'm really behind on my snl viewership it was just they had her for like the initial political skit um and she came on and like questioned um donald trump quote unquote um Mm. and she then somebody like asked her a question and they were like what is your what about like started the civil war like what was the whole thing with that because you know how she said that it like she never talked about slavery she's like yeah i probably should have like said slavery that was something and then she kind of like corrected herself in this snl skit and it's very interesting because i'm like the pr is interesting it's an interesting stance Mm -hmm. and i also can see the pr for snl like you would be you would think why would snl have the republican fucking candidate on ambassador yeah. haley on like what's the point because it's snl um yeah even though they've had republican candidates in the past um but i'm i i'm just like i get from the snl pr standpoint it's kind of like we need to promote haley more just to yeah. get no trump yeah but i don't know it's also like from the haley standpoint i guess that kind of gets her in the face of a bunch of liberals too so they can right. show how cool and relatable she can be That's and oh no i effed okay. up yeah we're fun now <laughs> yeah that's what i was thinking and it probably was more for her yeah i'm like i i get why they would have her on but it just feels it, it just didn't like feel like 
what SNL normally, I was very surprised to see her. Yeah. They're not really ones to level the playing fields. No. Like, I feel like South Park, obviously a liberal <laughs> show, but they do a good job of making fun of both sides and have historically done that. Mm -hmm. And SNL just hasn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they make fun of like Biden and stuff, but yeah. So does everyone. Right. Oh, he's just so old and sleepy. I know. Um, there were some good jokes at the Grammys about politics, which Trevor Noah just did such an impeccable job as he always does hosting and making tasteful jokes that aren't offensive. I Although, love him. Did you watch any of it? Mm -mm. Jay-Z had a wild speech where he just kind of like went off the rails and was like, some of you don't belong in this category. Sorry, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. And was he accepting something or like presenting? Yeah, he was, I don't remember what award it was. It was one of the like honorary awards, not like the like album of the year. I just okay. don't remember. Yeah. Um, but in Blue Ivy was up on stage with him and I was just like sometimes when you're watching the speeches you're like what's gonna come next and you get so nervous but so far I haven't seen any really negative blowback to it um so I guess people were fine with his opinion there but it was just one of those moments where you're sitting there and you're like oh no like is this gonna be a Kanye and Taylor situation is this gonna be a Will Smith slap situation yeah. what's coming next <laughs> i feel like that's what award shows are these days is like watching to be like what the fuck like offhanded thing is watching gonna happen now yeah it's yeah. like something random like janet jackson's tip popping out like what's gonna happen this time you know <laughs> wasn't that the super bowl yeah i think it was the super bowl halftime show yeah it was because justin timberlake did it but i mean still you know like that's why are people you excited watch stuff. to see usher yes and no i think yeah, that I'm was a really big like lead in I'm excited. <laughs> I, i'm excited to see him perform his <clears throat> older stuff obviously um but oh, no. i did see that God. he's released new music and that makes me nervous oh yeah i don't want that i want to hear like oh my god and yeah 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 <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I always like the halftime show, especially when I do not give a flying fuck about the teams that are playing. Um, so true. My favorite part of the Super Bowl is also the food. It's like food and commercials. That's why I'm there. Food and commercials. It's like the one day a year. Well, I mean, I guess like Christmas and stuff too. But for some reason, the Super it's like my favorite type of food, like shitty bar food. Mm -hmm. Like I would solely serve it at my wedding if that was socially acceptable i love it give me pigs in a blanket give me jalapeno poppers give me the king's roll hawaiian sliders yeah and be happy for the rest of my life yeah i want like a ton of appetizers and dips that my body just doesn't know how to digest for the next three days totally everything's processed i'm gonna feel bad about it for probably a week physically mm -hmm. and emotionally correct yeah speaking of sliders <laughs> this <laughs> just popped into my brain and it is something that really bothers me. If you're making a slider, everyone listen up. This is serious. Kimmy has very large opinions on sandwiches if you haven't picked up on this already. If you're making a slider, oh my gosh, it like really it it tickles my brain in the, in a bad way. It like it's something I can't get off my mind once I start thinking about it. 
If you're making a slider, which we all know is a smaller sized sandwich, make the bacon fit, make the bacon fit. You know how easy it is to cut bacon to the size of a slider? Do they put full-size bacon on slider sandwiches? Yes, I have seen so many Super Bowl recipes on the interweb recently where it will literally be like a little two-inch Hank's Hawaiian roll bun. We all know them very well. And then a full, two full pieces of bacon frosting. And I'm just like, there's literally- Cut it in half. Cut one piece of bacon in half, put them both on. I need four inches of bacon hanging off of my sandwich. What? So I'm going to just like, just the bacon all around the edge. What am I, I pre-gaming my sandwich? No. It makes me so upset. It's like, it's like a little teaser. It's like, you got to munch, munch, munch on the bacon all around all four fucking pieces until you can get to your slider. It makes me so irrationally upset. And if anyone listening to this is celebrating the Super Bowl with me, I better not see any bacon hanging off your We're sandwich. We're not trying to pre-game and post-game my sandwich. No, it seems stressful. And we all know I have shit with food touching my face when I eat. And that just feels like a recipe, no pun intended, for disaster. Sandwiches can already be difficult to eat when you get either yeah. too many things or different textures. They're like slipping and sliding everywhere. So, oh my God, the slipperiest sandwich of all time. Meatball subs. Yeah. Back to the meatball subs. Put an avocado on any sandwich and you're oh asking for God. it. It's yeah. so good. But why is it so slippery? So slippery. There's got to be a better way. I guess like mashing would have would kind of help. But then that also gets complicated if you have other condiments going on. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. I saw a recipe where they, it was literally bacon coming off of every end. And I was like, I don't, I don't want it. It's not what I want. I just want it to be a little cleaner than that. Okay. <laughs> That's all. I'm triggered. I'm triggered by seeing recipes online. All yeah. I can think of is the shitty ones that we talked about where they're putting like mixing it with their hands and it doesn't make any sense still getting those by the way Can't oh yeah I, I don't want to get off of them by the way um i enjoy them yeah. a lot but yes i hate it's something that i hate watch correct, correct. i hate watch it i don't want to be watching it but i do and then i get to the end and i'm like why did i watch that i'm never gonna make this and it doesn't even look good but i had to get to the end because i had to see how the deep frying of a stack of 18 craft singles went True, true. And I love the reactions to them and the comment sections. They bring me joy. I saw one that was just like sending hate from Ireland with like a heart. <laughs> I always see ones that people are like, I really thought that this was going to be good. And then I realized the amount of cheese you use and I just can't, my body cannot physically yeah. handle that. Yeah. Uh, classic. Um, something else that kind of relates to the rebranding of certain health foods that I don't really realize like how these trends come about. And I guess it's all social media. But another one I've realized recently and like, you know, we're all hot girl walking. We're all spending some time outside. I think COVID probably taught us that we need to appreciate the outdoors more. So whatever. We all have our little routines. One of my favorite things to do is to look in people's apartments. I'm sorry. If your oh. window's open, it's like an invitation. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to not look at your wall unit. I want to look at these cute little DC row homes and see how 
the other half lives. I need to see I'll the never afford to buy one. I need like the ratio of like TV to like size of the room. How big is your yes. TV? Where is it mounted? Is it mounted? What what is Do the you situation? Have a cat tree? Yeah. Do you have a cat tree in a four million dollar home because Do you have a cat in the window with that cat tree. Yes. Also that. One of the things I've noticed, um, everyone has house plants now. Why? Yeah. When did that start? When did uh, we start getting house plants? I never had plants in my house growing up. They were fake. Oh, really? No real ones. Yeah. I never had real house plants. I don't know if it's like a Floridian climate thing. I don't even know friends who had house plants. I hadn't seen a snake plant until I was like 25. That's crazy. At a monastera? No, had no idea. Huh. Where did um, they come from? We had plants growing up. We had like a ficus. We still have this one tree that's kind of like a needly type tree. I don't know what it's called. Um, mm -hmm. That I would sit at the table and I named the tree and I'd be like, that's Cute. my friend Alex. Um, you named the tree Alex? Yes, I did. Okay. Is my, mom's cars, my mom's first car was named Joshua, which is almost as bad as that. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when I talk about this, I was like, I don't know, three, four. Okay. So, yeah. So um, not a 16 year old adult. No. Um, I mean, do we still refer I to guess, the tree as Alex? Yeah. But, you know, and I guess a 16 year old technically, actually not technically, literally is not an adult. So <laughs> true. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Kimmy, fuck off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had like peace lilies. We had some other like little things. My mom has like a Christmas okay. cactus. Like, you know, we've had some stuff. We've had, we yeah. also had like gardens and stuff outside, but the indoor plants, we didn't yeah. have a ton of, but we probably had like a good five, I would say, constantly growing up. And then yeah. maybe like add two or three, take two or three mm -hmm. away. Um, but I it's will say just, they have gotten more popular lately. They've gotten so, like looking in these high rise apartment buildings when I'm walking around, all I'm looking at are plants. Yeah, every, and then you have window is plants, and then you have like the plant obsessed people or like the plant gays. Have you heard of that term? Uh, no. A plant gay is somebody who's like super into plants, like it's their babies. It's like mm -hmm. how like you have dog people and cat people, you have like plant people, but there is a certain okay. fact of like gay folks, queer folks that are like just super into plants, and that's why there's jokes of like you know lesbians meeting their partners at like plant stores or like the uh trixie mattel her trixie cosmetics company released a palette called the plant gay palette plant gay oh and it had like very like florally like green types of tones in it so it's like a uh um, what you call it a thing. stereotype and like a yeah type even yeah so i mean the the plant stuff is definitely getting to be and has been more of a trend and i don't know if that's because of the information age that we live in or what yeah it could be know? or yeah just social media i don't know I, I feel like everything ties back to the internet and being on social media and being able to like trade ideas and see trends so easily like at our fingertips 24 7 but it's just yeah when i'm walking around i'm like everyone has plants there are plant stores the stores that aren't plant stores have things for your plants and i'm just like i I can't, I can't, I've had basil. I can barely keep it alive. I don't even use it to cook. I just bought it once for one recipe and now it just lives on my shelf. And I just like, I don't know, people are posting their updates on social media about their plan. I'm like, I don't, I don't. Yeah. It's I can barely do a suck. I think the longest I had 
was like three or four succulents I kept for like two to three years. And then I had a cilantro plant that I kept hmm. for almost two years. Yeah. I had more plants in my balcony. Yeah, that's true. I was just like, I was taking good care. And then, you know, either something happened in my life where I was just like, fuck it. This is too much responsibility. I can't do this right now. Or like, like, yeah. And then that was the other thing too, with like traveling all the time. I was like, well, thank God I have succulents that need like water maybe once a week. So yeah. Um, speaking of things that people do on Instagram, I recently converted my account to a business account because I'm nosy and I want to see how people interact with my feed. Mm -hmm. Um, and so far I hate it because it tells me things that I don't really care to know. Like the fact that people can save your photos to collections. Like, you know, when you, Oh, I didn't know it would tell you that the buttons are like, like comment, send, Mm -hmm. save, Mm -hmm. you can see how many times someone has saved your photo and i agree that a lot of times it's probably a mistake like it's on the right hand side of the screen so i'm sure you're scrolling and you accidentally hit it and i've done that to people before yeah but then if i I unsave yeah i'm not sure if it still counts i don't know if it's just an engagement like just tracking the click or if it's actually tracking who really saves it and while i agree that the majority of these saves are probably accidental the most saves on all of my photos historically are ones where I am in a bathing suit or wearing the least amount of clothing. And that really, really gets me. Like, there's you're in someone's one. bank bank. I don't know. There's one of me and my friend from college on spring break where we're both like turning around. So our like butts are first to the camera and it has like 16 saves and the most any of my other posts have is like four. So I'm like, that is some engagement tracking that I probably would have rather preferred not to know. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It gave me the ick. And I texted this guy when I saw that like a couple weeks ago and I was like hey as a straight white man that I've been involved with in my past can you tell me straight up if guys save girls hot photos to collections and he said no however he's not that involved on the gram so I feel like he wasn't a good sample yeah I would I would assume that they would screenshot and save the screenshot but maybe what it is Mm -hmm. Kimmy is actually because it was like your butt or something like people are using you for a uh, Fitzbo, Finspiration. Oh yeah, I'm the Finspiration. You <laughs> might be. People, people want your want your butt. People want your tiny waist. I people mean, want your I hair. Hope that it is that, then and not the alternative that that I I'm could thinking. see girls doing that, putting it in a yeah like a, a Fitzbo thing. Yeah, or like or like um like photo inspiration, literally. Like, yeah, oh, the cute photo of a friend. Like maybe I want to take a photo like this when I go on spring break. Exactly. But I just feel like men, they can't even tell when you're wearing makeup. Do they know that collections exist? Right. Again, I hope the answer is no. I hope, I hope the answer is no, but. Chime in. I don't know. Tell us your thoughts. Do you, are you a man? Do you save women's things to collections? Do you use collections in general? Are you a woman? Do you think men are smart enough to do that? Sound I like men are smart enough to do that, which is why I'm so conflicted internally over why I think that stat is so high. But I digress. I'm just going to ignore it. Yeah. I hope it's not what I think it is. 
The other one that I find really interesting that it tells you is shares. So like you can see, you can't see who shared it, but you can see who like sent it within some type of DM. So it does include when you tag someone and then they like post it on their story. Like that goes into that stat. But sometimes it's like higher than those amounts of people doing that. And I'm like, who DM'd this to someone and why? Are you shit talking me? They're just Probably. staring at your butt and wanted everybody else to look to. Not even butt pics, though. Like, regular pics. Oh. Maybe you're like, the inspiration. It would be like me sending you someone's post and being like, look at this cute mug. Yeah. I get that for creator stuff. But yeah, when it's like your own personal pictures, I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know You're going to shit talk me. At least do it where I can get the data. Don't if screenshot you're gonna it. me. At least rate our podcast publicly. <laughs> yeah, at least say it. Yeah, say it to I'll my podcast it. ratings. Say it to my Spotify rating. Exactly. Oh God. Um. Oh. Um. Well, I just wanted everyone to know that I was really missing recording. Um. With a tiny cat in the room. Um. Mm-hmm. So for this episode, I decided to source my own. Um, and you may have seen them walking around if you're watching this. Um, and uh, literally, they were all around my feet the entire time. And now that I'm talking about them, they're just staring at me from like an arm's length away. I know. Um, but I missed having a cat to record with. So I, I decided to, to DIY because DIY I is love it. that. I think <laughs> I think we should source more external cats for our, our yeah. viewership purposes he doesn't like to be held but oh he's a small tart fruit say hello look at him tart fruit oh my gosh he's so cute he looks beautiful in the ring light yeah he's not happy right now not really (laughs) i've taken my allegra per usual but they don't really affect my allergies like um like some other cats it's kind of like being like around tiny i think yeah Um, but yeah, it's, there's two of them, and it really doesn't bother me, which is, you know, crazy. He's Incredible. itching. He is so upset thing. with me. <laughs> it happens. Cats are so particular. And you know what? Sometimes I can be too, so I He's understand. He's going to come come crawling back for more attention, though. Don't you worry. Anyway, so uh, that's those are my temporary replacement cats until I can get back Love. into the arms of Tiny. All right. Well, this has been another roller coaster of, you know what? Actually, hang on. We didn't talk about men and I have nothing to say this episode, but I just want to acknowledge. We did. We did. We talked about how they can't understand when we don't wear makeup. I suppose that's true. So sorry. And we talked about how they don't know how to use collections and they just want (laughs) to look at your pictures for your butt. True. I guess when I wasn't talking about an actual personal story, it feels like we're being nicer than they deserve. But we didn't have a full dedicated I, segment, but yeah, we'll probably be ready by the next episode to have a full personal men oh, breakdown. Valentine's Day is coming oh, up. Valentine's Day. Of course, Day? we will. Ladies, a lot of thoughts. Speaking of Valentine's Day and cats, PSA to anyone who is expecting to purchase or receive flowers this february 14th there are a lot of common grocery store bought flowers that are extremely poisonous to cats namely lilies all it takes is lily flower dust getting in your kitty's face for them to actually it to actually have a fatal effect so 
this is a science podcast. I am telling you scientifically that there are lots of flower species that can kill or really harm your cat. So please be careful when you're asking for flowers or buying flowers for someone else this fee day. Do your research. When Do in your doubt, research. toss it out. Yeah. That's all. That's all I, that's what I'm going to end everyone. Babe, <laughs> no. babe, I don't hate you, babe. We're not breaking up. It's just my cat. It's just you tried to kill my cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I heard that you hate my cat. You got me lilies. You imagine I would use that excuse. Lastly, quick update. Han and I have decided to start releasing our episodes on Tuesdays instead of Mondays. We posted about it on social, but it's just what's working best for our schedule at this time. So you'll have to wait one extra day in the beginning of your professional work week or whatever it is to listen to our lovely voices on, on the next day. So we'll see you next Tuesday. <gasps> Cunt. Wow. <laughs> It's giving cunt. And on that note, we'll talk to you later. Stupid cunty idiots. (laughs) Bye, stupid idiots. Bye.